0: No, I didn't wow, that was a lot of drama. It's it's really really crazy. Crazy. I, I know you can do. Is I have no idea to do the volume on this thing. And <laughs> the it's, it's marked. The it's it's marked. The I just saw it <laughs> <clears throat> My own? I probably don't have it plugged in right. So. So, you know what? There's an extra cable. <laughs> do you see that cable sitting right down the table? That probably goes to that. This is the reason I cannot be trusted with audio. Okay. Alright, so I just want to ask you a really awkward question. Anybody have a Sabbath breakthrough? Anybody do Sabbath this week? Anybody after do you have a testimony? Well, tell me about it. What did you do for your Sabbath? Did you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> your response is underwhelming. Sorry. I was just glad you Sabbath. That's okay. I did Sabbath. That's awesome. Anybody else? Sabbath, do something different are you, this past week? I think i you so count guys. it he made us have a Sabbath? What? Does it count if he made us have a Sabbath? Who's he? The Lord. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. How did that work? I spent the whole day Friday on the couch asleep because I went to work and they sent me home sick. So I took medicine and slept all day. So you sat with one way or the other, either by choice <laughs> or whatever that is. yeah. Okay, here. I had a facet that said once you either rest at rest in your bed, rest in the hospital, or rest in the grave. That's kind of scary. Anyway. Jen, are you doing this? I am. Oh gosh, thank you. That's why I was blinded. <laughs> All the things you love about Chuck and you didn't know it until you didn't have Chuck. So <clears throat> Okay, so I realized, I didn't realize the Lord told me this. You guys are just gonna have to move to where you can see. There's tons of seats over here because I don't know how to There, come right here. Right on the front row, right here. right here. Yeah, there's a whole right. table right here, and I won't spit on you anything. Carol's back here for her. It comes Just, All right, come sit with come on now. Alright, so um, <laughs> I don't, we covered a lot of ground last week and I felt like the Lord, um, here's how this went down. He said, this is what we're going to do next. And I went, Ugh. and I kind of had this panic. And so then what I decided to do was cram as much as I possibly could cram in and go, okay, we're almost done. And he's going, no, we're not done. So I'm gonna go back over at a very high level some of the things that we did last week. Uh, One, because we have new people, and two, because I think that there's some other gaps to fill um, in. And um, I wanted to hand these out. Um, Somebody help hand these out? We can start some on that half and some on that half. Um, Just so you can try to, uh, we'll move a little bit faster perhaps. Why are we snorting? Well, I said last week you talked about the Sabbath, and today you're going to talk about the rest. <laughs> 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 That's it's a kai joke. It's a kai joke. <laughs> 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 okay, so <clears throat> let me give you high level, the point of the story. As I went through a year um, process with the Lord, Process is such a nice, tidy word. It was literally like a death burial and resurrection. And so every month he gave me a word and a download and I sat in that month, that word and that revelation. There was lots of scriptures, lots of stories, lots of songs. And so when I got to the end of the year, uh, which I wanted to take about a week, but it took an entire year for the process to be complete, I was literally a different person. And so I've been sitting on this for some time. This was 2013 to 2014. And then last week, I was in the shower, and the Lord said, it's time. So I went, okay. So uh, then based on some of the responses that I got from just the table that I was sitting at, I feel like this maybe hits a stronger nerve than I realized. So I'm just going to go real high level. You can see some of the notes there. The month of March for me, the word was exhaustion. And there are... um, Checklist. Perfect. I need one myself. That's a different. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a different yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Can I borrow your just a second? <coughs> Make sure my notes are the same as your notes. Oh. <clears throat> so when you're dealing with exhaustion, um, the Lord took this first list up here. When God wants to examine your life, these are all the places that we turned over. Uh, because there's not any area of your life that the Lord doesn't want to have complete access to. Not in a punishment kind of way, but in a freedom kind of way. And so we literally, um, I would say, a stripping process in every one of these areas. And we talked about that some more in depth last week. And the, I finally got classes back up on YouTube, so you can watch them there. And then we talked about the symptoms of the empty cup syndrome, no pun intended, this was written several years ago um, lack of joy. <laughs> No desire to do the work that God had anointed me for. Physically exhausted, impatient with closest relationships, avoiding my friends, looking for mental distractions, movie, porn, computers, alcohol, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to numb out. No sense of hope, a foggy sense of the future, feeling like a fraud, feeling like a failure. <clears throat> and then we talked about that fraud word being so, um, so tricksy because that fraud, that fear of being a fraud is that you'd be found lacking or that you'd be found not enough. Um, And I really could probably spend an entire time on that one topic because I think that the enemy haunts us, literally dogs us on a daily basis about being found lacking and not being enough. And if you're the one that's trying to answer that question, then the answer will always be yes, you are lacking and you aren't enough. In fact, we even have this whole thing going on in our society. And I had this on my Facebook post for some time um, that you are enough because we're constantly asking, am I enough? Am I enough? Am I? And if you're not really careful, you'll answer that question from a totally self-serving, self-centered kind of way. When you go, I am enough. Yes, I am. But the only reason I'm enough is because God is in me. And so the better way to phrase the concept is that God is enough. And so because of God, I'm not lacking. Because of God, I'm not enough. And there's this really subtle way that you you want to move toward dependency instead of self-centeredness. And then um, the phrase that the Lord gave me was, you must reorder your life. And he continued to say that. You must reorder your life. And it was one of those things that the Lord would not let me squirm out of. And if you're in a place of squirming in your life, which most of us are at some degree or another, thank God for it and sit down. Stop squirming. Stop trying to get out of the fire and sit down in the fire because God's trying to burn something off of you or he's trying to burn something into you. And the more that you try to get away from him, the more that you're just prolonging the problem, right? The Lord's right. He's always working for your freedom. So just because you're uncomfortable, just because you're hurting or you're angry, just because... You don't have any idea. For me, at this stage, when the Lord's going, you must reorder your life, and he's talking all this stuff, I'm wanting answers. Listen, my whole life is coming crashing around me, and I need answers, and I need them right now. And the Lord goes, nope, not going to do that. And so he just kind of took it one step at a time. You must reorder your life, and what are you willing to do to rest? And then, and there was much more about this. Can I just borrow this? you sharing your wives, So can I just borrow this for a second? Because I think I'm not in the same thing. Let me see if I actually are. Okay, good. You can have this back. Thank you. Then the second month um, was the word surrender. And that sucks, right? Because I want you to understand with exhaustion, first is the you have to be still enough to assess how exhausted you are. You have to allow the Lord, because as long as I'm splashing in the water, nobody really knows what the water looks like. But then all of a sudden, when you have to sit still, and the water clears, now you can see very plainly what the water looks like, what's underneath the water. You can see who's stirring the water. There's a lot of clarity that comes when you force yourself, when the Lord forces you to get still. And so, I started this immediate reaction uh, in the month of, I'm still like a screaming brat. In month one, I'm still very much like a screaming brat. Yes, I'm exhausted. Yes, I'm very angry. Yes, I have a lot of hurts that I haven't dealt with. Yes, my life is falling apart. And I just need you to do something. And I want to just, I want to frame this up for you. When this happens, I have a very deep relationship with God. I'm not a brand newbie. I'm not just beginning to hear the Lord. I'm not just beginning to take on the nation that God loves me. It's like I have a very rich, vibrant relationship with God. And you don't, the reason I tell you that is that you don't ever outgrow um, transformation. No matter how far you've been, no matter how far you've come, no matter how much you think you know, how much you've experienced with the Lord, he is infinite. He's beyond compare. And he's got stuff that's going to blow your mind. Every step of the, of the path. And so don't ever get to the place that you think you've arrived somewhere. Amen? Yeah. If you've been walking with the Lord for a long time, uh, and I also think this is a hindrance to the body, because we think we've got God figured out, and somehow we're now experts. The only expert is the Holy Spirit himself, herself, themselves, them. They're the expert. And he, they move through us beautifully, Right? and we're in seasons with one another, and we help each other, but there's always more to be discovered, and so when he's, when he's calling to you and go, I'm trying to give you something, you don't ever act like, I've, I've got this, I'm good, because that's that whole thing that that song is talking about, laying down your pride, because if you've been walking with the Lord for a while, you're, oh, God, I hate saying stuff sometimes, you get so good at being a Christian that you just develop a sense of I should I, I don't need anybody to tell me how to do God. Yeah, you do. Forever, always. Amen? Amen. Until I look like Jesus, you can pretty much just assume I got work to do. How about you? Amen. Yeah. Right? Until every one of my relationships, until all of my actions, till my motive is pure, till the want things that nobody knows but God looks like Jesus, we've got places to go in the Lord, and so there's just a hope in that, that's not of this thing, that's how kind it is that the Lord is continuing to take Mm -hmm. us on, so Mm -hmm. just want to, I don't know why we went there, so when the Lord comes back, I'm exhausted for a month, I'm finally to this place, okay, okay, I'm depleted, I suck at everything, okay, and the Lord didn't correct me, he just let me sit right there, okay, I'll take that, and so then we moved into the month of April, Mm -hmm. And the month of April was surrender. And I'm going, really? And he's going, really? Because I'm still whining. And I wrote this that I think is so important because I think this traps all of us. Because the Lord tells you to do something. He's going this direction. And your life is going this direction. And he's not budging, right? And he says, we're going over here. And so you have to make this decision well, you know this isn't working because you're out of gas. Your life is not working the way you thought it was going to work. But the cost of moving from this direction to this direction is amazing. Amen? The cost of that, the cost of moving from your plans and your idea about the way it's supposed to go to the direction that God is going. So I'm saying to the Lord, you know, it's still, the show still has to go on. Whether, no matter what you're doing for a living, no matter what your role in your life is, the work it still has to keep going. And so here's what the Lord said. <laughs> I said, when was the last time you said, no, I'm too tired to do that? So I just would like for you to write that down. When was the last time that you said, no, I'm too tired to do that? Because surrender comes when you start just being honest about what's really true of your condition. So Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows out of your heart. And so I'm asking the Lord. He gives me that scripture. Janet, guard your heart, guard your heart. And I'm going, how am I supposed to guard my heart when my heart is empty and I don't have anything to flow out of it, but you still want me to guard it? And so the Lord's response to that was, just call it what it is, and he said this. This is this this thing that just came over my heart. Sometimes it was very direct; I knew it was him talking. And sometimes it was just like this revelation that came to my spirit. And here's what he said, Jana: You can fake your family, your friends, and yourself, but you can't fake me. You can fake your family, your friends, and yourself, but you can't fake me. And so, are there areas that you're trying to be something other than what you really are? So, as we started moving into April, the Lord was so intentional and so incredibly kind. He gave me that song, um, Draw Near. I'd never heard that song before. And here's how the Lord did that so beautifully. I heard that song, I was struck by it, and I would sing it. And then, uh, in the middle of the night, the Lord woke me up, and that's what I heard. All my love is for you. And I'm going, what? So I get up, I'm stumbling in the kitchen, there's snow. There's snow on the deck, and I just mumble, yeah, it's supposed to be spring, and there's snow all over the place outside, and the Lord said, yeah, that's a lot like your heart, it's supposed to be blooming, but there's snow everywhere, and I go, what am I, I'm so, so, do y'all ever just get pissy with God, it's like, well, it's your fault, (laughs) it's like, I'm just, I go, what am I supposed to even do about that anyway, and he just said those words, "Jenna, all my love is for you. So, I want you to think about the song that you just sang said, All my love is for you. But now the Lord is singing it, All my love is for you. Pull on, we're singing it like, God, pull on, God, pull on the strings of my heart because I long to respond to you. I don't know about you, but I think that's utter bullshit. I don't think we long to respond to God when we're in the digs. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When you're hurt, you're mad, you're angry, you're scared to death, we're not quick to respond to God. But here's a God that's going, Janna, all my love is for you. Janna, pull on the strings of my heart because I want to respond to you, Jana. I, I'm i sitting here going, Honey, come on. Come on, honey. Just pull. Just pull, babe. Just pull because I just love you so much. I just need you to invite me in. Just come on. Just pull on those strings because I've made a place for you here, Janna. I made a place for you because here, where I am, God says, all things are possible. Where God is, all things are possible. So, Jenna, pull on the strings of my heart. Now I realize that we're not talking about to-do lists and ministry and sabbaticals and who gets to do what and who gets credit. Now I realize that the God, that the God of the universe is coming after my heart, and he's coming after your heart. He's no longer willing to... To have you run ragged in the name of Jesus or run away from Jesus because you think your sin is too much or try to fake out everybody in your life. He's coming after your heart and goes, pull on the strings of my heart, please. Because I long to be gracious to you. I long to be loved to you. So here are the here's the takeaways that I got from that revelation. And these are from the Lord. Janet, don't rush the process. He's trying to give me a life change. Are you willing to go through the process so that he can change your life? Don't rush the process. So what that means is pay attention. He's taking me somewhere. Everything that you experience, whether it's a trinket on the ground, some kind of token of affection, if it's a song that you're hearing that causes your heart to leap, if there's a dream or a desire, pay attention because I'm going to be talking to you through this whole time. Another takeaway was confess the hurt confess the hurt i don't know how you guys function but i had gone through in this season just unbelievable heartache unbelievable pain inside my community inside my family <clears throat> just a lot of hurt and i was let's go we got life to do i ain't got time to cross that let's go come on who's got time to even think about anything that hurts <clears throat> and the lord is asking me just to sit down and just lay that out on the table, things he already knew, but I was trying to make it be something else. So this is, I'm busy just like you. It's not like I'm laying around eating bonbons with Jesus all day, right? I'm doing life, but when I notice that someone said something, or I got a memory, or something happened, and I get this zing going off in my heart, now for the first time, I know that I'm in process, and I need to pay attention. What's that zing about? Ow, that really hurts. And I took the time to let the Lord have it. And that, here's the word,